Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. And one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Friends, it's great to be with you again on Praying for America. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here. Well, you know, you would think that the opponents of President Trump might focus on policy failures of his. Why don't they do that? Of course, you got people, some people complaining about some of his policies. But yeah, I guess it's a hard hill to climb when you have the best policy, historical accomplishments of any administration ever. But uh, nevertheless, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, their lack of judgment here. The other side, that is, the opponents of President Trump. I want to talk about more evidence that we're living in a police state because we are. And I want to talk a little bit about, you know, what are the Democrats going to do when it's very clear that President Trump has won the presidential election in 2024? A lot more to talk about. Let's start with the Word of God, as we always do. Psalm 119, starting in verse 65. You have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The insolent smear me with lies, but with my whole heart I keep your precepts. Their heart is unfeeling like fat, but I delight in your law. It is good for me that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Your hands have made and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Those who fear you shall see me and rejoice, because I have hoped in your word. I know, O Lord, that your rules are righteous, and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Let your steadfast love comfort me according to your promise to your servant. Let your mercy come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. Let the insolent be put to shame, because they have wronged me with falsehood. As for me, I will meditate on your precepts. Let those who fear you turn to me, that they may know your testimonies. May my heart be blameless in your statutes, that I may not be put to shame. Let us pray. Father, we come together to pray for America. That means, Lord God, we want to pray for our fellow citizens, for our voters. Give them wisdom. Help them to recognize great leadership. Help them to discern the matters that should influence their vote and those that shouldn't. Lord God, let those who speak and influence other people speak with wisdom and let them keep their eyes on the prize to the goal of victory that we must achieve for the saving of this nation. 
Let us not be distracted, Lord God, by, by things that don't matter, by issues that are not relevant. Let us keep our eyes fixed on your glory and on the victories we must win in the civil arena for the saving of our nation. Activate your people. Fill them with courage. Fill them with strength. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. You know, President Trump has some pretty um, stupid enemies. And, uh, you know, you would think that the Democrats, if they want to convince voters to vote against them, might uh, make some persuasive policy arguments. But no, they have to try to make him into a convicted felon. They have to try to get uh, uh, juries and uh, prosecutors and judges to act against him. They just try to smear his reputation. Actually, it's not working very well because those of us who know him and those of us who follow him and study him and appreciate the, I don't know, mountain of evidence about how he has helped America realize that none of this garbage is going to stick because it's garbage. And as I reflected with you yesterday, and we've got to keep hammering it home to our fellow citizens, if the, if the charges and indictments are based on completely void and, and uh, ridiculous reasons, well, then a conviction is not going to be any more weighty than that. If the charges come from nonsense, any convictions that come along are going to be nonsense too. It's not going to persuade us. And there's an increasing number of the American people who are seeing through all of this. You want to have a legitimate election, talk about policies, talk about what you don't like about what President Trump did. Actually, the Biden supporters might want to come up with, we said this in the last election, and here we are saying it again. Can you come up with a single thing that he's done that's good, that isn't destructive of America? Come up with a single policy accomplishment that you can say, wow, this is indisputably good. What an utter failure. As a president, as a man, what a complete train wreck this is, this Biden administration, Brandon administration. What a mess. And it's reflected by the fact that, and we should challenge Biden supporters, why don't you say something about the reasons that you should vote for Biden without mentioning the word Trump in the sentence? Because all they can do is say, oh, about Trump and his followers, they're a threat to, a threat to democracy, a threat to the republic. You know, it makes you think. I mean, if they start to, to paint this picture, as they've already started to do, they remember the demonic speech there in Philadelphia by, by Biden with the red background. I mean, what in the world was going through their heads when they, when they did that? But will the Democrats accept a Trump victory in this election? <laughs> I think there's, there's, you know, zero to negative ten a uh, chance that they will. They're not going to accept it. Why do I say that? But, but they, because they don't accept the process, first of all, to which we're headed, uh, 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 by which we're headed towards that victory. They don't acknowledge the process. They don't respect the process. They're trying to, to, to put these, uh, 
these trials right in the middle of, they have put the trials right in the middle of the election season. The timing is so, so obvious. I mean, what do, do they think? Actually, they don't care if we notice. Of course we notice how blatant it is, the election interference. Keep him off the campaign trail. Uh, try to drain him of money. That's not going to work, by the way. Uh, he knows he has prepared for these eventualities. He knows how to manage himself financially. But the blatant obviousness of this, they actually don't care if we notice. Because their attitude is, oh, well, we're in charge, we're in power, and we can do what we want. We don't need your justification. We don't need you to notice or not notice it. We don't need your charges of hypocrisy or double standards. That's not what it's about anyway. It's about power. And because it's about power and because they don't, don't accept the process which will lead to a Trump victory, they're not going to accept the victory either. Well, then what are they going to do about it? Well, the past is a clue to the future. Look up. I want to encourage you to look up the Transition Integrity Project. Are you familiar with this? Many of you are, I know. It's just an educated audience in these things. Transition Integrity Project took place in 2020 as the election was approaching and, of course, as the, the pandemic had blossomed on the, on the world. I have a little info about it here. It was a series of political scenario exercises. You had a group of, 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 of people that I really don't respect very much. Uh, Bill Crystal is, is one of them. You know, this, this man, if there were ever a man who should just keep quiet, stop writing, stop making a fool of himself, just go away, William Crystal, and, 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 the, and these other people on here, John Podesta, there he is. Donna Brazil. I mean, what a, what a collection of losers. In any case, they get together and they say, what happens if President Trump, as we think he will do, refuses to give up power? These people are so demented. And so, you know, history is going to give these people an award. You know what the award is going to be? That never in the history of humanity, never in the history of humanity has the human mind, psychologists and psychiatrists are going to have to be on the panel that, 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 that gives this award, never in the history of humanity has the human mind so completely inverted the conclusions it should come to based on the evidence that was there. Never, in other words, to put it in other words, never have people been so wrong as the people who, who are like this, I'll explain a little bit more what they did. Think. Of course, some of them don't think they're just trying to fool the rest of us. They think we're, we're, they think we're somewhere near as stupid as they are. Not possible. Okay? But they think, oh, well, President Trump doesn't want to let go of power. Dictator. Hitler. Nothing could be farther from the truth. It's love of this country. It's love of the ideal 
put forth by our founders and its mechanism embedded into the Constitution, that we, the people, have the sovereignty. President Trump lived out in policy, and why you people can't see this again? Is something wrong with you? I'm talking to these people here who were involved in the Transition Integrity Project. The words from his inaugural address, this is not about the transfer of power from one party to another, but the transfer of power from Washington, D.C. to you, the people. Getting rid of government regulations, does that give power to government or to the people? Helping small businesses to thrive, does that give power to the government or to the people? Law and order and peace in our communities and sending gangs out of our country, does that give power to the government or to the people? Enhancing and protecting people's religious freedom or right to life or freedom in education where parents can actually have more of a say in the education of their children and freedom for the clergy to speak their mind including to challenge government power does that give more power to the government or to the people this narrative of president trump as a hitler figure or a dictator is problematic on two levels. Number one, it's simply so false that again, the people who espouse this really need to get in the annals of history some kind of an award for how utterly, ridiculously, offensively wrong and inside out and upside down the human mind can get something. Maybe we'll call it the Bill Crystal Award. How do you like that, Bill? It'll be named after you. Transition Integrity Project, initially it was organized late in 2019 by Rosa Brooks, law professor. She basically teaches how to overthrow governments in her educational work. Former Pentagon senior official and a few other losers and misfits, they come together and they're concerned that President Trump is not going to give up power. So they trace some scenarios. And yet, it's just so utterly ridiculous. Okay, Here's one of the scenarios that they trace. Let me just read this. A clear Trump win. What are they going to do? What can they do in the light of a clear Trump win? An Electoral College victory for President Trump, but a popular vote win for Biden. In this scenario, Biden refused to concede, convinced the Democrat governors of two states that Trump won to send separate slates of electors to the Electoral College. Oh, you mean the same thing that, that President Trump and his team are being accused of now for having done? Trying to reverse the results of an election? No, this is a standard practice that you do, you have two slates of electors that can be sent. If the results are ambiguous and could go either way, if they're so close, you just a matter, it's just a matter of, like the Boy Scout model, semper paratus, you're always prepared. That's all it is. These people are so stupid. 
they convinced the gov Democrat governors to send separate slates of electors to the Electoral College and then encourage three states to threaten to secede from the Union unless Biden is declared the winner to secede, to secede from the country. This is where Trump derangement syndrome goes. And this is the other thing that's so wrong about this, this syndrome itself and the notion that oh, you're going to start designating President Trump as some kind of a, a Hitler figure. You know, it leads to consequences. Language has consequences. Thoughts have consequences. And these Trump derangement people, sick as they are, they'll do this again. You don't think there's going to be another transition integrity project? I'm sure it's already underway. These same people, they haven't been healed. Right, Bill? You're not taking your pills anymore, right? You know, it's those, you know, those, those pills that, you know, the Trump derangement syndrome, the antidote there, you, you, you stopped taking those. Or did you ever take them at all? They don't, these people are not healed. And so this nonsense is going to continue. And I think it's going to get worse. Now, you saw what they tried to do. When President Trump did win and the first time, he uh, faced all kinds of onslaughts. People were pressuring the Electoral College. Remember the ad by those loser uh, actors and actresses urging the Electoral College to do the right thing? And even though President Trump had won their votes, he, uh, they said, oh, well, you're, no, you're independent. You can vote against them anyway. Save the country from this. You know, what we saw happen back then and the De Democrats who boycotted the uh, inauguration, we don't want to see a lot of your faces anyway, by the way. You should be out of public office. So it didn't bother me. I was right there, right up, to up towards the front at the inauguration. I didn't mind seeing some of those Democrat misfits. I don't want to see their faces anyway. But the fact of the matter is, you don't think that this time it's going to be 10 times worse? President Trump is heading for a victory, by all calculations. These people are going to go absolutely berserk. We have got to be ready. Absolutely berserk. There's going to be things happening, and not just between Election Day and Inauguration Day. That's going to be the most intense, but prior to Election Day. We already see unprecedented. I talked to you last night about how unprecedented these legal attacks by the Democrats are. And it's all by Democrats. But we are going to see things. In fact, you know, a number of commentators, whether it's Dick Morris, Dan Bongino, other people, have said, look, you know, we, 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 we should not be surprised if what these people call for what they're already saying. There are people, some of these people are already saying that we're talking about violence in the streets. Now, you don't think the other side has the, um, what would you call it, the, 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 a, a twisted enough conscience to do this kind of thing? Well, just look at the summer of 2020. The city is burning down. That's who these people are. They'll call on their Antifa and Black Lives Matter uh, people, and, and, and they'll, just, they'll, they'll block the streets, they'll clog up the highways, they'll, they'll, they'll create all sorts of chaos to try to push public pressure far enough that somehow or other, President Trump is not allowed to take power from a victory that uh, 
that he legitimately won at the ballot box. The passions on both sides, brothers and sisters, are stronger than, than they've ever been before. And the other side, not only do they threaten, well, first of all, you see, they're people of twisted conscience anyway. Remember, these are the baby killers. If these people can justify going in the womb with forceps and literally ripping the arms and legs off of a living baby by abortion, what the, well, then what's the big deal about a few riots in the street? What I'm saying is, not that these things are justified, what I'm saying is these people are crazy enough the craziness consists, these, President Trump says, oh, these people are sick. What does the sickness consist of? It's a conscience devoid of any respect for human life. It's so twisted, not just devoid of respect, but heaped upon with rationalizations, one after another after another, that make them think they're right and to convince other people that they're right. If you are as sick in conscience as these Democrats are, well, of course you're going to take to the street. Of course you're not going to accept a win by, by President Trump. And you're going to justify to other people, do whatever it takes. People are going to erupt in, in, um, in chaos. And remember, within that period, from November 5th to January 20th, Biden is still president has the military at his command, you don't know what these people are capable of doing. And they're gearing up for it by their rhetoric about these threats to the republic and these dictatorial threats that President Trump, in their sick estimation, poses to the country. Well, you start talking that way when it's a person who poses this threat. Now, we say that there are ideas and there are policies that pose a true threat. But they're personalizing it in this man and his followers. They're, 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 they're laying, the, laying the rationale for this kind of, of behavior. So I just bring that up for your consideration. Transition Integrity Project. Look at the nonsense they pulled the first time and just fasten your seatbelts and brace for worse this next time around. And, we, and you know, we brace for it. We got to be ready to explain to people what's going on. We got to be ready to continue to call out Trump derangement syndrome for what it is. It is a real sickness. And we got to be re recognized that it leads to the irrational way of thinking leads to irrational behavior. And we've got to be taking measures to protect ourselves, to protect the country. We've got to, you know, one of the things we have to do actually to to do everything possible to put up a firewall against this, 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 this chaos and this violence is to win the election by such convincing margins, by such overwhelming numbers, that that quells things automatically. Not that the, I'm not saying it's going to cure the other side of their sickness. Bill, those pills have your name on them. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if there's anything we can do to try to bring some amelioration to what's going to be, I'm convinced, a bad situation. Well, then one of the paths towards that is an oaths of victory so overwhelming that the American people won't have any dispute about it. I mean, that, not that they won't fight back about it, but that, you know, a lot of the reasonable, reasonable American people will say, hey, listen, this isn't even close 
Stop pushing against it. This is a clear, this is an overwhelming victory. We know it's, it's, it's you know, for, for, for uh, Dick Morris was saying the other day, as he analyzes the polling and the trends, that Trump is, is, is running away, not just with the nomination. I mean, the nomination is, for all practical purposes, sealed up. But even in the, in the general, it's becoming a, 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 it's on the path to being a blowout altogether. Those are his words. Um, okay, I was going to get into something else here. I actually, we don't have the time to do so. But I'm glad I, I, I went into this a little bit, a little bit more in, uh, in, uh, in detail. Uh, again, um, you know, moving forward here, uh, the transition, pr- President Trump is not a person who is going to do anything to undermine the United States Constitution. You know, it's said that his supporters take him seriously, but not literally. And his detractors take him literally, but not seriously. So he'll say things in a flamboyant way sometimes. He'll purposely exaggerate. Uh, he'll, he'll kid around. He'll make jokes. And then the media will run off and take it as, you know, literal proclamation of intent and dogma. And they'll say, see, look, 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 the whole thing about being a dictator. You know, President Trump playfully said, yeah, that's right. We're going to seal the border and drill, baby, drill. Yeah, I'll be a dictator, you know. His supporters understand exactly what he's saying and take him seriously because he is going to do those things. But not literally. He's not intending to bypass the mechanisms of the Constitution of the United States. But these idiots on the other side, they take him literally, but they don't take him seriously. Because they themselves don't have the seriousness of mind to appreciate leadership when it's staring them in the face. When it's staring them in the face. I go back to the point. Nothing could be farther from the truth than to think that President Trump wants to take power away from the people. My goodness. Everything he's done has been exactly the opposite. It's been empowering of the American people. Remember the, the, the VA, how he took care of the vets? And one of his proudest accomplishments, the right to try, the right to try with medication that people, not just vets, but people would, if they have a terminal condition and any drugs that might help them have, have already you know, been tried and haven't worked, but certain drugs might not have yet been approved. but can't be used because they're, they're but, but might help, that he arranged for it to be possible that they be tried. You have the right to try. If you're willing to accept the risks, then you can accept the benefits. But again, more power to government or power to the people? You analyze, see, these people, they don't know how to analyze his policies anyway. And it's because they don't care. They don't care. 
And they don't care about his policies that blessed America in countless ways because they don't care about America. Really, these, tri these Trump opponents, really, you know, look, the border is open both ways. Go find another country. Please, go find another country. Or else engage the political process in a rational way. And tell us what was wrong with the Trump policies. And tell us what's so great about the Biden policies. But stop this lawfare. And stop this Hitler talk and this derangement of your, of your mind that you're trying to impose on the rest of us. Stop it already. Uh, brothers and sisters, it's going to get crazy. I, I got some important things to share with you. I will save till tomorrow how the police state is asserting itself and the treatment of journalists and whistleblowers. We'll get to that tomorrow. But just fasten your seatbelts. It's going to get really crazy between now and the election. It's going to get even crazier from the election to the inauguration. We can make it through this period. But once again, overwhelming numbers of votes for President Trump and for everybody in the, in the MAGA movement, the MAGA Republican candidates, this is going to be not something that will stop the irrational reaction of the other side, but it is going to be a path to possibly mitigating some of it. It's got to be not just a victory. It's got to be an overwhelming victory. All of us have a role, starting right now, to make that happen, get voters registered. And as I said yesterday, too, and I'll repeat it many times, Get them voting in the primary. Not that the primary hasn't already been decided. It has. But get them voting in the primary anyway, because we want to show that strength of President Trump. We want to enrich the, the voter files with, with the names of the good people in this movement. And above all, it seems to me, you want to activate more voters. Go for the unlikely voters. You know, President Trump does well again, uh, among likely voters. The good news is he does well among unlikely voters, too. But they need a nudge. And it can come from you. There are some voters only you can reach. We reach a lot of people with this program. But there are some voters only you can reach. Reach them. And activate, if you activate them to vote in the primary, you've got them activated and then they're more ready than, they're more ready than they were for the general. That's one of the biggest, at this point, with President Trump literally running away with the primary, at this point, that's the biggest advantage of these primaries continuing. And as far as the Nikki Haley people, would you please look at what you're doing? See, they want to say, you know, Nikki Haley saying, I heard, oh, who is it, Mark Levin talking about this? It's like, She's saying, oh, well, you know, he can't win against Biden. I don't know where in the world she's getting that crazy idea. But if that were to happen, what they're thinking in their mind is, 
So if President Trump doesn't win, Nikki Haley becomes, see, she, she knew what she was saying. She's the great prophet and set her up for 2028. You keep this going much longer, Nikki Haley, and, and those of you uh, big Republican donors that are supporting her, and 2028 is not going to work out too well either. Go ahead. Just keep making enemies and uh, see how well that works for you. Okay. Let's go back into prayer because we got some serious things here to cover in prayer. Father, we uh, return to you because we want to protect our, ourselves and our fellow citizens from violence. Lord, the other side is crazy. We are dealing, Lord God, with evil people. We are dealing with crazy people. We are dealing with people who hate us and hate America, hate our faith and our values and our freedom. And Lord God, we're praying tonight for protection as we continue on the path to victory. We pray for protection for President Trump and all his team, his family, his supporters all across the country and at every level of society. We pray for protection for all our, our fellow citizens against the, the wickedness, the lack of conscience. These are baby killers. They don't care about anything. And Lord, we pray for protection from these people. And we ask, Lord God, that by the efforts we make at achieving not just a victory, but an overwhelming victory, that we might perhaps slow down or quell some of the craziness that is going to erupt as that victory comes closer. Father, may we not be surprised by anything. Give us wisdom that will keep us on an even keel, spiritually at peace, no panicking. Just give us wisdom that as we see things unfold, we might know how to respond, never in hate, never in violence, never taking the bait, from an enemy that wants to be able to accuse us of the very violence that they are guilty of. But no, Lord, always secure in your spirit, profoundly rooted in your peace. Why? Because we know of your providential power, just as our founding fathers did. Bless us as we move forward in this election. Prepare us for what is to come. And may we come out victorious and saved as a people as a nation, and as the body of Christ. Because it is in His mighty name, the only Lord, the only Savior, the only hope of humanity, it is in His mighty name that we pray, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now let's use the words that He Himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much, friends. Good to be with you. Stay connected with our ministry. It's endabortion.us, endabortion.us. Support us. Connect with me on social media at FR Frank Pavone. That's FR Frank Pavone on all the platforms. And we will talk to you tomorrow. 
Hello, this is Abby Johnson of Unplan the Movie. You know me as a longtime supporter of Priest for Life and of Father Frank Pavone. And I just wanna encourage you as someone who knows of the great work of this organization, please continue to stand strong. Please continue to support this mission. It is so needed now more than ever. Thank you so much for all of your support. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.